Welcome to a new episode of What Exactly Am I Watching Here, a proud member of the Overthink Podcast Network. I'm your host for now, Jason Helms, and I'm joined by my good bud, Dominic Lang. Say hi, Dom. Hi, Jason. I want a car. Cheap rental, if you like, for myself and Dominic Lang. I want a friend in the glove compartment. 1 a.m. tonight. Smooth and safe. Before we begin, a quick introduction to the show. What exactly am I watching here is a podcast that features an expert, myself, and a novice. Myself. Watching one of the great shows of television history. For now, our show is the cult favorite, Twin Peaks. We're diving into Twin Peaks The Return, uh, one episode at a time. Today, we're covering episode seven. Um, One episode, before I have promised, is going to get real. So, all right, Dom, you control the curtain and the microphone. Tell us where we left off. We left off with our beloved Agent Cooper beginning to wake. Uh, He draws some symbols on insurance forms. I know. Don't get too excited. Calm down. He's drawing spirals, staircases, ladders. I don't know what it means. You don't know what it means, but it's all right. Uh, We meet Diane. We've met Diane. as We have met Diane. We have met Diane, the... Lovely, the talented, the amazing uh, Laura Dern. Albert meets Diane in a bar. We don't know what's going on. Hawk finally discovers something from his heritage. Uh, sees He peels a bathroom stall door, finds pages. What do they say? I don't know. And an assassin, Ike the Spike, is coming to kill Dougie, who we know is Cooper, but... Everyone else still knows or still believes is Dougie Jones. So, mm. lots happening. That's a lot. So yes. let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about a character who also can't follow what's happening. Uh, Jerry Horn. He he can't find his car. <laughs> Jerry Horn. Speaking of being in the dark, Jerry Horn. I, yeah. So I think he may have smoked a bit too much. Jerry's in the woods, and he, he says to his brother, I don't know where I am. And in my notes, I put, join the club, amigo. <laughs> I'm high. I think somebody stole my car. Yeah, and uh, a, a nice little scene. Yeah. Uh, from there, we go to uh, Diane of the Salty Mouth. Uh, yeah. Notes. Uh, yeah. Laura Jerry cursing. Cursing just left and right. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Eventually, we'll get to yeah. perhaps the the best line of the episode, which is, uh, "What's your name? Tammy. Fuck you, Tammy." Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it makes sense because uh, in the sense, oh, like, so Cooper in the original run of the show, Cooper is always recording notes for Diane. So you hear her name, Diane, ad nauseum, perhaps several times in an episode. But you never hear Diane. And so I think in my mind, it created an illusion of like, oh, Diane sounds like Cooper mm-hmm. in a way. And so I think it's it's jarring in kind of a, in a fun way, like playing with expectation. Lynch totally swerves and makes Diane a far more uh, aggressive character. Than than expected, frankly. Like it's and and Laura again. Laura Dern is just amazing in this role, um, in the sense that like she can bounce between an absolute steel exterior to then 
emoting and and feeling and having that vulnerability on yeah. camera, I think is powerful. What did you envision for Diane? Uh, Cause you bring up a good point that we all had kind of a, a vision of Diane based on uh, Coop's original kind of conversations with her. Um, and that mirroring of Coop, I think is interesting, but, but anything else about her? Wow. That's a really good question. I thought, I honestly, the only association I had was Lucy. Uh, because of like she was the only other secretarial I thought she was Coop's secretary. Yeah. I don't know if that's accurate. And so with that assumption I connected like the only other secretary I know in the show is Lucy. Yeah. And so I had a far like cheerier, like non aggressive idea. Mm-hmm. Um I'm glad to be wrong. I'll say that. Yeah. Because she's an interesting character, uh, at the very least, and and very lovable. Um, I really enjoy her. Um, Lots more happened in this episode. Uh, a, a nice visit from Doc Hayward. I'll say that. So actually, wait. Yeah, let's let's talk about her meeting Evil Coop. Oh yes, 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 yes. Um, so Gordon and Albert have convinced Dan to go see evil coop in prison because Gordon feels that something is off and he needs someone who knows coop to meet evil coop. So Diane agrees and it doesn't have a long conversation with him, um, but is shaken to her core by it and, and, and visibly disturbed by it. And so she and Gordon have a conversation outside of the prison and like the, the telling line for her is she points to her heart to kind of like the interior and she says, it's what's not here. Mm-hmm. So in referring to evil Coop, like there is something missing on the inside yeah, and something at a soul level that is absent. And she refers to the last time they saw each other. Yes. Yes. What Which, do you want to venture a guess as to what happened? Or what is the show making you want to believe happened? Because I, I don't necessarily want you to, to take guesses and feel like you're supposed to be on the line for this. Oh, sure, uh, sure. So, so much as just – I think it's, it's clear that the show is trying to tell you. Yeah. Happened. I mean it, it feels like the show is inferring some sort of romantic night mm-hmm. with Diane or mm-hmm. a, perhaps a longer-term thing, but definitely at least one night. Mm-hmm. Uh, of connection or some like some relationship between Diane and Cooper. Yep. Um, but also something very troubling about that. And whether yeah. it's uh, because it didn't work out, um, you know, it, it could just be her saying, you know, this, this was important and, you know, uh, you left. Or whether this is evil Coop, the epitome of all that is evil. And therefore this is not a romantic time that we're talking about at all. Yeah. But but sexual assault. That was a thought that went in my mind as well, was that if this was Coop post Twin Peaks, yeah, then it was evil Coop and Diane didn't know. And that creates far darker possibilities. Yep. And it, the show, at, at the very least at this point, I think wants us to be thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, with well, that distasteful idea uh mm-hmm. let's uh let's move on to the the skype sesh with doc hayward <laughs> there's a, a skype sesh but 
that Skype sesh happens because Hawk and Sheriff Truman sit down to investigate the pages and holy crap, holy, like, what in the world? Uh, These pages are from Laura Palmer's diary. Like, just, and, okay, so you've got Laura Palmer's diary from the OG run of Twin Peaks, the missing pages that were found in the, oh, I'm forgetting his name, the the late botanist. Uh, oh, yeah. Nope, can't get there. Sorry. Yep, not going to get there. So those pages are missing, but now they're found. And what is on those pages? The dream from Fire Walk With Me? What? Yep. What? Like she's she said that these words from Annie came to her in a dream. <sighs> Things she said. The good Dale is in the lodge and can't come out. But Harry saw Cooper come out of the lodge with Annie that night. Doc and Harry took him over to the Great Northern. But if the good Cooper is in the lodge and can't come out, then the one who came out of the lodge with Annie that night was not the good Cooper. Hawk is just putting it together, man. Just right? Like, like we're seeing all this and we can barely put it together. Yeah. I I, I mean I don't know what's going on. And Hawk just calmly just goes step by step by step. She said she saw it in a dream. And and even bringing it, like, who tore out the pages? Leland Palmer. Yep. (laughs) Just everything just boom comes. And it comes together so beautifully. And I think, again, like, we were talking about this at a, a separate conversation, but Lynch's willingness to be open to whatever scene comes next. And so as if like putting the dream to film or putting a dream, making a television show out of a dream, there are certain things you don't know. You're not sure if they're going to pay off. You're not sure if you're ever going to revisit these things again. And so there are lots of things kind of floating out there. And when a moment presents itself to bring those disparate elements together. It's, it's amazing. And so there's some stuff like Laura Palmer saying, I'll see you again in 25 years. Lo and behold, 25 years later, Twin yep. Peaks, the return and these things, you know, the missing pages from the original run, the dream from fire walk with me. And now in the middle of the return, this stuff just comes together. I thought it was an awesome moment. So good. So good to have all the threads start to get tied back together and, and give you a little faith in, in, uh, in David Lynch, because when you watch Coop or Dougie or whoever he is draw mm-hmm. on insurance forms for 15 minutes, you start to lose faith a little bit. You start to a little worry. bit, a little bit, you know, not going to lie. Yeah. Um, oh. Another bit of faith was uh, Doc Hayward and a Skype sesh. Loved it. And again, the the fact that Doc Hayward remembers Cooper's offness, yeah, uh, or unseemingness after after Annie after the Black Lodge, that says something. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a mention of Audrey Horn mm-hmm. finally. Yeah, Coop visited her. Yeah, uh, when she was in a coma. Yeah, but you can do the math on the calendar and say which Coop was that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, a Skype sesh, wonderful time with Doc Hayward. And, oh, okay. So, 
what what sounds very much like Twin Peaks, some clarity, but then doubling down on the confusion. Yeah. Uh, perhaps the Air Force, uh, I think her Lieutenant Knox, she makes it to Buckhorn, and the fingerprints match Major Briggs. The body does not. Well, the body does, but the. But it's too young. Yeah, way too young by at least yeah. 30 years. And the fact that the body is a recently deceased. Yes. So dead maybe a couple of days. Yep. And I, I love her response because they've been funny, hunting down these fingerprints for decades. And she says, there's a body. There's a body. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, love a, that oh. interaction. Um, oh, there's a that body. was not what she was expecting. And it makes me wonder, you know, what, what kinds of adventures was Garland Briggs getting into? Over the last few decades, uh, hopping through time and space, perhaps. Yeah, uh, it feels because, like you could you could make a book out of like the places where they find like the fingerprints of Garland Briggs. Yeah, yeah. And as we learned in uh, episode five, I think mm. uh, where where did we see Bobby again for the first time? Do you remember? Uh, Bobby, we see him in the in the police station. Was that this episode? No, that was I think five. Five. Yeah. Yeah. And as we learned, Bobby's dad, Garland Briggs, disappeared shortly after uh, Coop came back, mm-hmm. uh, with the implication being that that Coop may have, you know, murdered Garland Briggs. Uh, but with all these fingerprints turning up, with uh, the the body turning up, uh, and Garland Briggs being known for traveling through space and time, you know, the, the answer might not quite be so simple in a Twin Peaks way. No, 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 no. Not at all. Uh, I'm excited for, for that to play itself out yeah um, because at one point yeah it, it seems a little bit on its own but there's there is a connection the coroner she found a ring mm-hmm. I've heard, we didn't we didn't talk about this but she found a ring that was a gift from Janie to Dougie mm-hmm. and it was in the body yeah. so something that is connected I don't know how and we're just gonna I'm just going to keep on enjoying it. Yep. I'm just gonna, we're just going to go from there. Just uh, roll with it. Oh, I actually have a request, Jason. Yeah. If you could squeeze your hand off. Yeah. That would I just be, want you to squeeze if you could, your, if you could just squeeze, squeeze your, hand your hand off. Squeeze his squeeze hand, hand off. off. That would be great. Troubling. troubling. Uh, super troubling. And, so, and before that, we, we do get that Dougie's drawings, Coop's drawings, mean something. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, they, they, we're not sure what they mean, but, yeah. but his boss Which, seems to think that this, this is important. That, that pissed me off a little bit. I, like, yeah, his boss justifiably was like just in the verge of firing Coop and then starts reading the symbols and is like, hey, I'd appreciate it if you kept this to yourself. Yeah. But thank yeah. you so much. And go and on I, your and way. And I see why you had to alert me in, in this particular roundabout way. <laughs> right? <laughs> you couldn't tell me directly, and I understand why now. I understand exactly why. Because you drew these little stairs and, like, little people and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, fantastic. Really, yeah. really fun. Uh, yeah. But nothing compares to me. The, the moment of the episode for me is Janie E. at the playground. Really? <laughs> Oh man, that is one tough broad. Tough. <laughs> oh my gosh! And just like this diatribe, uh, 
she she invoke you know she has this just this tirade uh against these people and she's smart man she and when is, she gets back we find out she didn't give them all the money no i mean she she worked out exactly why she's giving them exactly this amount yeah tells them this is all they've got and that that's all they're gonna get yeah and then she doesn't let dougie play with the rest just like we're saving this yeah for sunny jim you know dougie makes hundreds of thousands of dollars at the casino they owe about like 50 little over 50k and Janie says we're going to pay you like 27 yeah or, or 28 and that's it that's it and then she just walks off like a badass yeah uh and it's like well all right Janie you you i think you can get what you want Naomi Watts just owns this season i love yeah. her so much she yeah. is phenomenal i mean she has like you've got to commit there is no half-assing that role. No. No, she's um, in. Yeah. All right, so Ike Spike, uh, on a murderous rampage, uh, tries to <laughs> oh, attack Oh, oh man. Comes out of nowhere. So Janie and Coop, Coop slash Dougie, are leaving the building. Ike the Spike breaks through the crowd with Spike in hand. And, like, I saw Cooper, man. I saw him and just... Like it's that was the clearest moment of him waking up for me, and I, like I oh man, that was that was so much fun. Yeah, and so Cooper, I'm just gonna call him Cooper. He comes to uh, disarms Ike, like knocks the spike out of his hand, tackles him, and is holding him to the ground. And the uh, the arm. The, the evolution of the arm. The, evolu- but go on. Like, the evolution <laughs> of the arm. The evolution of the arm appears to Cooper with the message, squeeze his hand off. Squeeze his hand oh. off. And oh. just really bizarre. Uh, really interesting how the other place is invading this world. Like, we, yeah. we didn't see that a lot or at all, really much in Twin Peaks, and so seeing those clear interventions is, for me, really interesting. Yep. yep. Uh, so, shortly after that, and, and I love the news reports, and people getting interviewed, and the kid getting interviewed. I mean, just a fun way to, to frame yeah. it. And then Janie's just absolute admiration for her husband at oh, that yeah. moment. It's, yeah. it's really sweet. And then, uh, Evil Coop, meanwhile, mm-hmm. in prison, and holding all the cards. Yeah. Wants to talk about Mr. Strawberry. So, so Evil Coop is basically able to blackmail his way out of prison. Yeah. Uh, he's got something on the warden, and by mere mention of names, uh, the mentioning of McCluskey, of Strawberry, basically melts the warden's resolve. You, you remember that dog leg you found? Yes, the dog that, leg. That, that, dog, that dog had four legs. The other three uh, have evidence of Strawberry and McCluskey or, or whatever in the world happened. Uh, and you're going down if if, uh, if I don't get out of here. Yeah. Oh, Which man. leads to, to him with a rental car and a friend in the glove compartment. Yeah. A friend in the glove. So Evil Coop is out of prison, which is probably the last thing this world needs. Mm. And I don't know if this was – this might be – this episode, or it might be the previous episode, but the uh, this is something I missed when it happened. When 
Agent Preston and Cole and Albert go to see Evil Coop for the first time, there is that greeting. Mm-hmm. And this is Preston kind of recounting that moment in this in this episode. That greeting of it's very, very good to see you again, old friend. Evil Coop says the first very backwards. Rev. It's Rev, very good to see you again, old friend. And I missed it. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't see it the first time or hear it the first time. And it takes Agent Preston and, and Agent Agent Cole to to walk through it and just like just awesome. Like just a masterful little beat and kind of like Easter egg of sewing like something is wrong, something is and just this continual degrees by degrees things are off and and things are off about at Evil Coop. Uh so the fact that Evil Coop is back out is very disconcerting. That's the spirit mound, the spiritual finger. You think about that, Tammy. <laughs> love, uh, <laughs> I love David Lynch's acting in this show, too. It yeah. is so much fun. All right, well, let's get out of here. Uh, get <laughs> psyched for next week, people. Uh, it will probably be a longer episode. Dom, I'm just going to say, take some notes, maybe watch it twice. Okay. Um, Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm watching it. I'm making dinner right now, and I'm going to watch... I'm going to watch part eight. Can't wait. Um, yeah, I, we had to, to reschedule a couple recordings because of that. You, you've had to wait <sighs> over a week. Um, but I'm here. I'm here and I'm, it's going to happen tonight. Well, <laughs> some of us had to wait 25 years. Um, oh. Twin Peaks is back and we will be back in just a week or two, uh, depending on that overthink schedule. Uh, thanks again for joining us on What Exactly Am I Watching Here for next time. We're taking on episode eight. Uh, You can get a hold of us on Twitter, where our handle is at OverthinkPod, and find more at OverthinkPod.com. I'm on Twitter as at Helmstreet. Dom, where can people find you? On Twitter as well, at Dominic underscore Lang, and Instagram, at Dominic Lang. Till next time, squeeze his hand off. (laughs) 